People have no self-control. So no, I no, scrap the season. Scrap the season. The other season that it hangs in the balance, Abe, I know it's it might be a little hurtful for you, is baseball season. <laughs> is that a hefty bag on your head? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Run that intro. All right, now we're here. Here we are. The intro has been run. Welcome to another episode, my friends, Let's of the go. Osa and A podcast presented to you by the Craft Factory in conjunction. We out here with this unity with SSAW. It's your boy, El Hosto. I don't even know if that's pro- I know that's not proper Just Spanish. Not I speak not. I speak I speak enough Hosto. Spanish. That's not even proper Spanish. I apologize. I apologize. I love those Durag Z. Ooh, okay. All right, okay, Texas. LJ. She, All right, hey, 5G. LJ came back with a vengeance. What? All right. But it is- you back back. Today, it is another edition of the Osinay podcast with the Durag Dons. The Durag Dons ride again. Durag My boy. Don. Yes, sir. Abraham. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm good. I'm. We live. I love it. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just tweeting out on social media. You know, share this link. Y'all already there know it is. what it is. Y'all supposed there to support. Is. I'm right? the only one in here. What? I'm the only one without a Twitter. And I think it's put gonna it remain on IG, like that. yo. Put it on Instagram. Put it on your Instagram story. <sighs> Make sure y'all go to the Facebook official page and share it. Facebook for those who are watching. Page. You know, the one that has close to 700 likes. That'll be appreciated. Hey, we trying to get those likes up. Listen, here we are another day while y'all out here, while we out here tweetifying and putting stuff into the social media universe. You know what I mean? Appreciate all y'all who are tuned in right now live. The StreamYard gang. We got what? We we, we got a few y'all. Shout out to Felipe first on. Eli. Shout out. LJ. Shout out. Terrell. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's good? What's good? Gunshot one. Someone got shot. Oh, wait. No, I shouldn't say that. That was inappropriate. <laughs> that was supposed to be. Wow. Was, too soon. Uh, was, pass the rock, Abe. I'm sorry. Pass the rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> pass the rock. That was that was a flagrant foul. I just caught the team. The rock. That was, turned over. That was Listen, LJ, that was LJ I am comfortable with fake words, okay? Because I know what I want with the, with the English and non-English languages, okay? You just... Make stuff up. Facts. Listen, we've had um we've had a man in office for the past three going on four years who has made a whole bunch of stuff up and right. people gobble it up. So sure you go back all the way to to the what the eighteen hundreds. Shakespeare used to make up words too. Is that the eighteen hundreds or was high. that before him? Shakespeare no, was, was, was Shakespeare. Around? That was a fourteen. That's fifteen. That was fifteen hundreds. There we go. Yeah, Shakespeare was out there making up. New I dislike Shakespeare so much. Oh, I dislike reading him in high school. I think that is just passion. he's. I don't know. Maybe he's a little overrated. Um, I mean, very overrated. By all means, he's, he's definitely overrated. put out some great yeah. works. Definitely, it's just that they always try to shove him down your throat, and it's like, look. Give me, give me other people who weren't Shakespeare, because you know there's got to be more people who Listen, wrote out literary works that are even better. Or just with the way the times are going right now, everybody getting canceled, everything getting exposed. <laughs> fl- I mean, just today, Aunt Jemima is gone. It finally took of all enough. things. Uncle Ben next. Listen, the like, first what? thing I saw when I woke up this morning at six thirty was Aunt Jemima gone. Oh man, we. We going hard right now. Oh yeah, so no, I don't be surprised. I saw that last night at midnight. I was just like, oh, and it was funny because most of Twitter was like, y'all just realizing, like, 
Aunt Jemima was low-key racist. And I was like, it, it seemed that way. I mean, I haven't used Aunt Jemima in like over a decade. Um, I don't use it. But I didn't know the actual the history behind that, it. Bro, that's it. The log cabin. <laughs> log cabin, cabin boy. Where it's at. But I I'm just confused on like how we, we feel like we got to cancel. Like we have the power. I mean, to it's crazy part. So Everything. It took 130 years we've had Aunt Jemima doing this. <laughs> so I, well, no. So here's the thing that I'm waiting to hear exposed. That someone like Shakespeare plagiarized all his work. I wouldn't be surprised. From he plagiarized it from some, probably so. from just a, a African literary genius, and Shakespeare plagiarized it and tried to water it down. Shout out to B. Simone. Um, anyhow, <laughs> and her coloring. Book. We we started early today. We her Pinterest book, her Pinterest book. Yo, yo, she really got that junk off of Pinterest. Off of Pinterest, bro. And when she tried to I show did. the video, it slid off the cover. Like, <laughs> bro, people out here paying. $36 for something you could have got for free off of Pinterest. It's a shame, a shame, a shame. She give away a coloring book. Wow. Then she said, then she said, oh, we're trying to figure out the legal matter, get everything situation, but I'm pulling off, pulling the sales off my, uh, off pretty much pulling the book off the shelf. That's right. You better manifest that disappearance of them books. That's what you better do. <laughs> manifest it. Be gone. Y'all wow. heard that J. Cole song though? Last night? <sighs> Yo, my fault. Shout out to Sean, by the way, for reminding me. I was supposed to listen to it, but I forgot. <laughs> Messing up. Because he, it was midnight, so what I had Look, done was... And guess what? Guess who they're trying to cancel now? J. Cole. Well, yeah. Cancel okay, him. so part of it... He's misogynistic. That's why That's why I forgot to like play it, because I was busy catch just catching up on all the criticism. And I was like, dang, I definitely need to listen to it. And then I saw the Aunt Jemima stuff, and then I forgot about the J. Cole thing. Yeah. But yeah, I still need to listen to that J. Cole song, because it's funny, for the most part, there are people who are like, he don't miss, he's spitting. Bro. And then there are people like, yo, <laughs> imagine, they they using memes and gifts, like, imagine a, someone telling you what you need to know and giving you access. And then you're still saying, like, yo, I need access to that education. And I was like, damn, let me go listen to the song first before yeah. I make any judgments, before I pass any judgment yeah. on J. Cole. But I was just Here's like, my Man. thing. Oh. <sighs> at, at what point does cancel culture go too far? At what This this is the question I think that I think was <laughs> It's th- Thank you. Thank you. I think we have, we've crossed the line. We, there's no line now. You know, any any little thing. We here and folks are ready to cancel quick. The cancel button is quick these days. And I like well, my thing is this is that we 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 really feel like we have the power to cancel a human being out of doing something. Like scary. There's gonna be there's more people actually listening to the stuff that we're trying to cancel than people who are actually trying to cancel it. Like J. Cole put out a song last night and everybody's like, oh, cancel him because he's being misogynistic. First of all, the song's actually about him saying, hey, I may not know everything, so mm-hmm. teach me. Because yeah. the song apparently was to No Name, uh, a, a girl named No Name on Twitter. And she posted about how, oh, you know, people like J. Cole and Kendrick don't speak up enough. And where are they at? And all this stuff. And J. Cole's like, hey, I may not know everything, but since you're done shaming me, how about right. you show me? That and part. everybody decided to say, oh, J. Cole, you know, that's not, we shouldn't have to do that. I'm like, what? Like, there are people out here that probably don't know the depth of something. Like, just because, for example, just because white people may not have an understanding of something does not mean 
we are now excluded from actually showing them or walking them through what we went through as black people. It's not the same equation, but yeah. just to bring it up as an example, it's like J. Cole saying in his lyrics, that was my Bluetooth, J. Cole saying in his lyrics, hey, instead of you shaming me, here I am saying, look, show me what, you know, show me what what it is as far as women and how to treat women and stuff like that. Because, you know, excuse me for going through what I've been through and I've been in the streets protesting and helping people. So my bad. But like, that's his whole stance. And now No Name is like, no, nah, it's not your skin. Well, I don't know. If, I don't kick. know if No Name responded to it, but um, I know. No, she has uh, yeah. Everybody else is saying like, yo, that's No Name has started book clubs and um has shared book titles and whatnot for people to really educate themselves on so that's where a lot of the i just realized who no name was. let me like, I, didn't know that, I didn't know that was an actual person i just thought people just didn't know how to separate two words together. yeah shout out to shout out to at this point the comedic goat of our generation and maybe just of all time one david Chappelle, because i think what you just mentioned cecil falls in line with what Dave Chappelle was talking about in the intro of his comedy special. In case you didn't get, I don't. Even, I can't even call it a comedy special. I will call it a great social commentary. Twenty-seven minutes of immaculate social commentary. And the first thing he mentions, well, second thing he mentioned after you know his intro uh, bit was you know turning on the news and seeing Don Lemon calling out celebrities. And I think people are so quick, and I get it. Celebrities have their platform and all of that, but. If you watch the work that people are already doing, who are you to demand for them to do more? Like like J. Cole. J. Cole out here marching, protesting, putting in work right now. And now you and this is the problem with what's going on right now is we're trying to we're allowing the message to be muddled and to go in so many different directions and it's not focused. So one day we're talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter. The next day, y'all want to get on J. Cole for, for being too misogynistic. So right. we don't even have a focused message. So you're getting upset that this man didn't say that and you're automatically just dismissing all the work that he's already done. Listen, people, let's be slow. Let's be slow to cancel, okay? I get it. I, I think the I, the cancel culture oh, started with- Gypsy. Okay, now I know who she name is. Gypsy. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, I know she is. Now. No, I still, but, I still don't know. I still don't know. Don't worry, you don't need to educate yourself on it. <laughs> that maybe, maybe you do because you're misogynistic. If you don't, yo, but, relax. I'm not taking you any don't know you're on this debate. Yeah. Like, if what <laughs> if what people are saying about her is true that she's out there doing um, book clubs and whatnot to educate people, that's fire. And I'm yeah, I respect that. Great, um, but don't do it out of off of a skewed view. Yeah, that's like that's, that's the thing. thing. <laughs> and people are trying to start stuff and have these very, very strong, but miscued, misunderstood views that don't really allow people to have an equal perspective on what's going on. So it's like, what, what, what good is your book club? Really? If that's what you're, if that's your engine off of J. Cole's lyrics, and now you're firing off from the cannon from that, then what's your book club? What's, what's the fuel for your book club then? It's not a book club at that point. It's just uh, indoctrination. You might as well just pass out the Kool-Aid while you're there. Let people... Never mind. So, (laughs) listen, today I guess I have time, okay? Do-rags and white tees. I got time today, all right? Oh, you went with the white tees. Is it Hanes, Shaka, or Pro Club? This is a Hanes, but I'm staring at a a stack of Shakas right now, okay? Mm. Sitting on my bed. thickest turtleneck... uh, Bro, listen. (laughs) Collars. Boy, like... You will fit like you gonna fit like 
Listen, <laughs> no matter what side, that collar, you gonna fit that mug. My wife was over here folding folding laundry. She was like, "You got a gang of white." Oh, tees, so I just saw an interesting tweet. Shout out to James Cole, um, the Theological Podcast. He James. said, "People telling J Cole that he should have hit No Name up instead of writing a song when she could have did the same thing before being proven wrong and deleting the original tweet." LOL. And he put a Palpatine gift saying it's ironic. And I'm like, well, dang. It's ironic. The fact that she deleted the tweet speaks volumes. See uh, that part. That, why can't so I'm, clout I'm tired chasing of, maybe? Clout chasing and, and people have an inability to have civil discourse with someone face to face, even if it is virtually. That's the problem. Right. We we love to talk Twitter through a screen. The Twitter fingers are strong. But when it comes to facing someone, we talk big game. Behind the mm-hmm. screen. But when it comes to someone face to face, I respect you more if you can. I will respect this may sound crazy, but I respect a racist more if you can tell me to my face how you exactly mm-hmm. how you feel instead of hiding behind on social media, throwing out your little facts and all that stuff. These days, people, let's just have some real actual conversation. That's why I have an issue with the sports landscape, because some of these 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 uh these these commentators and, and talking heads, they will say a whole lot of stuff. But Jason Whitlock, for example. You'll, they'll say a whole lot of stuff over social media or even just without bringing someone on their actual stuff. Agent? Yeah, he's a free agent. I Whitlock, that Whitlock, I want to know whose free agency is going to last longer, Whitlock's or Colin Kaepernick's. I was going to say Ooh. Whitlock or Cam Sadly, Newton. Kaepernick. <laughs> Although I can't Ooh. wait to see Cap Cam Newton's in the Chargers. Oh, that's true. That's true. Free agent. Cam Newton's in there. I don't know when he's going to get signed. I hope they don't dog him out like they're doing Kaepernick right now. So That's true. Hey, Somebody Greg. did post it up a, a comment and said that NFL promoting Black Lives Matters is very hypocritical, seeming as Kaepernick is still not signed. Listen, listen. Yeah. I think I think they need to dead that argument that uh, until Kaepernick gets signed, then the, then the NFL hasn't made amends. I, I think people need to realize, I think Cap is done. Like, Unless Cap really genuinely is like, yeah, like I want to play. Last season, Cap could have played. So I think people need to dead that argument. It's not the NFL per se. Uh, it's not Roger Goodell's job to walk up and say, y'all need to uh, to hire this man. Because here's what's going to happen. They'll hire him and then just bury him on the bench. Or they could hire him and bury him on the pack practice squad. So don't, don't just – don't let the measure of reparations for what's happened with Colin Kaepernick be that he needs to get hired by the league, yeah. the very organization that he was fighting to get the change that we see now. Like I said three weeks ago, like I've said for the past month, y'all owe Colin Kaepernick an apology, especially yeah. for those of y'all who wrote him off because there was a oh, gang yeah. of people who wrote him off, especially during the workout situation last year in Atlanta. There was a – a gang of y'all who were riding for him at one point, and then the workout situation happened, and you were dogging this man. So I don't want to hear it. I, I, who you, does Whitlock work for? Uh, Brian. Brian said he works for Clay. Who's Clay? I'm trying to figure out who that is. Clay. Clay Aiken. Clay. Clay Aiken. Clay. 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 But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Greg. Um, m- most of the conversation on Twitter. In regards to J. Cole and, and no name revolves around black um tosh, black masculine toxicity. Male. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In terms of black men not being not listening or supporting black women, that's where most of the conversation resides. Um which is honestly a deeper subject that is That's a deeper subject. We need we need a whole nother. We might have to do like a three parter on it because there's there's layers to that. Layers. But here's layer number one. I'll I'll point it back to it. I always point back to it. 
slavery, layer number one. So before y'all want to throw, point the fingers at each other, just remember what was happening when the whips were getting cracked. Anyhow, I think to switch switch gears just real quick, to the, not even real quick, but to the sports landscape, like I mentioned earlier, okay? We have had some interesting developments in the sports world in regards to season restarts. The mm-hmm. uh, I think most uh, notable as of right now is the NBA. Now, I've been on the record as saying, even prior to this social tension we have right now that I felt like the league shouldn't restart if they were going to restart anywhere after June, anywhere South of June. And they're already on that train, but then it comes out that Kyrie Irving has a phone call last Friday, um, an hour and some change phone call with 80 players from the NBA and the WNBA, just voicing his opinion on all this. And what he, he was basically saying was, I don't think it's right that, while we're talking about Black Lives Matter, the league is trying to restart. Some some sounds smells fishy. Then he said, listen, we need to use this time to focus on the issues at hand and not try to use this as a distraction. Now, on the flip side, we have the delegation led by um, the I'm trying to be GOAT, LeBron James, um, and some other power players <laughs> saying that say, – and, and there's, there's a – I will explain why I said uh... want to be GOAT. Um, <laughs> bringing leading, Anthony Curtis lead, leading leading the delegation to say, listen, no, we're going to play regardless. You got Patrick Beverly even saying, listen, if LeBron says we're playing, unfortunately, like we're we're going to play. Now, I said this the second I saw the comments by Kyrie. If I'll be a predictive programming watching son of a gun, Game of Zones predicted this. In case you did not watch the series finale of Game of Zones, okay, <laughs> they had. By the Amazing. way, the last, last season of Game of Zones was beautiful. But what they they have a final battle. It is ba- you know based on the debate, the goat debate. You got Michael Jordan and and the the OG uh, the the OG Dream Team come out to play against LeBron and 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 his squires. You know the Russell Westbrooks of the world, all of that, and they have a battle. And but in the background. Kyrie is like, no, we got to burn everything down. Like, we got to burn it all down and start a revolution. So Kyrie goes. That's crazy. He really did say Really, bro. It's crazy. Kyrie goes (laughs) and burns down and leads leads a bunch of guys, including, I think, Boogie Cousins and some others, to burn down. Donovan Donovan Mitchell was in that group as well. Yeah, Devin Booker. To burn (laughs) down the media establishment. Yo, like, (laughs) Game of Zones called this junk. So here we stand, is, guys. Yeah. Whoever, nah, nah, last season, the Game of Zones was on point. They even, listen, when Kobe came out and gave this dude LeBron a dagger and said, shave your head bald, you need to get rid of everything. <laughs> I cried. I cried. But here's my question for you guys. Who 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 are you rolling with on this one? You rolling with Kyrie or you rolling with, with Bron and the ball boys who were, who were saying, we're going to play on the 31st? Speaking of ball, Actually, uh, nothing in relation, now. but ball signed with Rock Nation, so that was cool. Uh, anyways, um, um, it's tough. Yeah, I don't know um, because Kyrie brings up valid points, and as did Dwight Howard as well. In terms of, they don't want to end up deflecting attention from what's going on in the world, and and there's two sides to that because on the one hand bringing basketball back would be a nice distraction to all the heartache, to all the pain. Um, right. But on the other hand, we also know that 
it's an opportunity for people to just start deflecting and start to pretend like, oh, yeah, that's not happening. It's uh, We got basketball. I care more about basketball, especially since I think someone said it, at the end of the day, like the media is just going to focus on the box, box score. You know, it doesn't matter what you say on the court. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the box score that matters. So I get it. Um, but my biggest concern, which has me actually leaning more towards LeBron and them and playing, is the fact that if there is no season, if the season doesn't resume, that a lot of these players can get screwed by the CBA because then the NBA yeah. can just terminate it prematurely and then renegotiate it and it will be more favorable for the owners rather than for the players. Mm-hmm. So that's the only like that's my biggest concern because beforehand I was all like, "Yo, Kyrie, right? Like, you know what? F a season, you know. Let's just let's just allow mm-hmm. them to use their platform because it's not like I'm not trying to sit here and say that LeBron isn't doing anything for the for the cause. LeBron is. LeBron has right. always been doing something for social justice, regardless of whether he's playing or not. So that's never going to change with him. So other players can definitely do something while they're playing for sure, but the fact that the CBA and the the money of these players can get real messed up is a big issue because we know we know how associations like the NBA, NFL, shoot, you look at the MLB right now too, the NCAA. We know how when it comes to, when they get control, they really get control. So to possibly just give it to them on a silver platter, be like here. Here, ruin our pockets. <laughs> Do whatever you like. We won't say anything. Is is problematic. So I'm leaning on the side of um, LeBron and them more so than I am on Kyrie. Yeah, I. Kyrie makes a point. Dwight even makes a point, which I don't know why Dwight's getting this much attention. But uh, I I understand where Kyrie's coming from when it comes to hey, let's sit out, let's focus. But on the same token, like Abraham said using your platform when it comes to sports playing the game it doesn't have to be a distraction unless you make it a distraction unless and not even i don't think it's really up to the players it's up to adam silver how much of this are you choosing to make it a a distraction or are you going to make this part of the change is basketball a part of you know the civil rights movement and and using that whether it's you know wearing different uh warm-up shirts or you know, commercials or whatever it is. How are you using the game when the game is going on to impact what's already been happening when it comes to what's around us? So I think it only becomes a distraction if Adam Silver chooses to keep it the same flow. If you're just telling these players, hey, come to Orlando, finish the season, have this tournament, championship, boom, and be done, you've failed (laughs) when it comes to what's going on but if you choose to use this as a way hey let's play but let's keep in mind or let's throw in some things let's implement some things to make sure that we're still bringing awareness to black lives matter that we're still bringing awareness to change if you're not bringing awareness it's a fail i'll just say that it's a fail but in addition to that and brian mentioned it too is the fact Mm -hmm. that um we still have the COVID 19 um Cases. Still an uptake. And, Still an uptake in cases. And, and that one is like they're they're questioning like, yo, what are the regulations that you're putting in place? We don't know enough details about how you plan to do this, especially in a state like Florida, where if you pay, if you've been paying attention, a lot of states that reopened early or didn't really take the whole quarantine seriously, 
rising like crazy. And Florida is one of them. So I get the players also being cautious on that point too. And it's just like, dang, that, and that makes me lean more to like, yeah, Kyrie, like, I feel you. No season because yeah. what's the point I of risking Africa, They're dogging him out. And I think, like, yeah, they he actually has a strong point. Yeah, no, they painted know. Kyrie like he's like he's silly, oh, and yeah. ESPN has been weeks, has been towing yeah. that line. Yeah, ESPN has been towing that not towing that line, but they've held that standard of of slandering Kyrie pretty much. When you read in between the lines of the articles that have been written, when you listen to Stephen A. Smith on First Take, yeah, he need to sit down somewhere. Oh, boy, Steve, um, yeah. and and just to, and they've just helped continue to spew this uh, to to uh, keep alive this narrative that was painted of Kyrie when he was in Boston. I go back to Abe, something uh, we talked about. Uh, I think it was on one of, uh, Oh, it was on the, the old, the old form of this podcast we shall not uh, speak months ago. <laughs> we shan't, we shan't but at the start, but at the start of this year, uh, when no, it was the end of last year. And you mentioned one thing people forget about Kyrie is when it comes to his mental health, like what he's gone through, losing his grandfather, not really sure if yeah. he ever really came back from that, and the pressures of Boston and all the foolishness that went down over there, uh, people don't – people forget, and we, I think we've said this multiple times on this podcast, that athletes are humans first. They are not athletes and entertainments first, but they are right. – they're humans first. Fa- they have families, all of that. Then they're athletes and entertainers down the line okay. yeah. but we tend to pay but as fans and i've been guilty of it as well we tend to put them as as no like you need to you need to like Stephen a smith said and it pissed me off when he said it you need to do your job what whoa 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 Stephen a Stephen a t- let flag on the play come on man you you need to do your job yeah. I, I wish I wish he would have talked to Muhammad Ali like that when Muhammad Ali right. said, "Oh, I'm not going to go to the, I'm not going to uh, fight, I'm not going to uh, be part of the drafting, and I'm, you know, not going to box if that's the case." But yeah, you need to go do your job. Come on, man. Not saying that Kyrie's on the same level as Ali. Before folks take my words and skew them and try to cancel me, okay? But right. but we need to we need to at least look from a human lens at what's going on. Uh, the I I I I don't trust the league in terms of checking. Uh, doing the health checks and all of the testing that needs to be done for COVID. Why do I yeah. not trust the league? Because news came out yesterday. If they smoke marijuana now, then what makes me think they checking people for Listen, COVID? now let them smoke. But but you 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 are, you when the news came out yesterday that they're going to have a, an anonymous tip hotline for anyone who's not adhering to regulations, the fact mm. that you guys need to put a snitch line out lets me know that you, uh, you're going to play this dumbest. a little fast. You're going to play as fast and loose. Fast right. and loose, and then here's the part that worries me because they're, if I remember correctly, they're saying that uh, that athletes are allowed to bring their families. So, I mean, wh- what are you going to do? Have families isolated, or everyone's family is going to be mingled together right. and all? Like, there's just too. I think the risk is too high, especially in a state like Florida that has had an uptick in cases. That was one of the first states to reopen. Uh, I think that. That should be, you know, primary concern. I hear what Kyrie is saying, and I'm all for it. I even respect Dwight Howard saying, "I would, I, I'm willing to put on the line my opportunity of winning a first title if it means us fighting for change." Like that means a lot. And and for those yeah. who are dragging Dwight Howard through the mud, I saw someone in 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 the group in SSAW say that Dwight Howard doesn't have a winner's mentality and he's weak minded. Like that. 
come on, like that is that, that's that, the, has, that has nothing to do with what he's with, saying right now. Like, right? Come on, people. But once again, that gets back to that mentality of, well, you're an entertainer, you're an athlete, so you need to go out there and play and entertain me and give me something to talk about. And what my fear is, and what's what I've seen in this country over the past let's say six months, but let's say quarantine hit it back in March. So the, hit yeah. in the middle of March is people want to rush past the moment and get back to life as usual, not realizing life is not going to be back as usual. Why do we, why are we trying to rush past the moment? Because we don't want to deal with the feels of right now. Exactly. And, and, and so whether the feels of right now is what we're seeing on the news day in and day out, Cecil, you posted it on your, uh, I think it was your Facebook that since, uh, the de- since George Floyd's murder, how many deaths mm-hmm. have we seen in this country? 120. Since his death, since his death this at the year, hand. yeah, at the uh, one thousand and nine. So, so <laughs> by police, by police. So that's one. Okay, <laughs> that's one. Number two. Okay, speeding past the tensions of what we're seeing right now in our society. Yeah. Listen, we still have to lean into this. This is not going to be. This is not going to be just another hashtag situation. This is not going to be just another uh, uh, social media. A firestorm that's going to die off in a month or two. No, this is real change. And people forget that for for real change to happen, you can't stop until the change has actually happened. So mm-hmm. we, if for, for people who are trying to speed past this and then going back to COVID, people were trying to speed past that as well. Listen, embrace the quarantine. It is what it is. Like embrace, embrace the moment, embrace Adjust the time the with your family, Adjust, make the adjustment to life. But what I found about Americans, the good old US of A, Mm-hmm. We are incredibly selfish. It, when oh, I when I saw videos from other nations, when I saw wow, Greg, when I saw uh, uh, videos from other countries who were on lockdown and the way that they adapted and the way that they banded together to to get through the time, we haven't done that here. I think for maybe one or two weeks, people were incredibly, you know, hospitable and 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 friendly and going over and above, and then people got ugly again. People got real nasty again. And how do I know that that that's, that that was what's happening? When all of this stuff broke with Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, the ugliness got amplified. So where do I sit on this? I would love to see the season, like I said at the top, canceled. Just, just wash it. Because here's the other thing. Last thing. Let's not the, – the people forget if the season restarts July 31st, Game seven of the finals is scheduled to happen October 13th. So that means the finals, even with a sweep, is not going to happen or wrap up until October. Start of the next season happens in December. Draft, training camps, all that stuff has to be sped up. Olympics is next year as well. Yes, that timeline is silly. That's not even two months. That's like maybe a month and a half. That's that's a flash in the pan. And then you have the Olympics next year to still think like the risk for injury and putting out a quality product. I don't think it's worth it. Let the season be a wash. Um, It is what it is. Like I wish the Lakers would have won a title this year, but it is what it is. Okay, and just start next season. Okay, And, and and let's move on. But. People don't want to hear yeah. it. But speaking of seasons as well that are that are in the hanging in the balance. Yeah. Um well some of the well before we get to that, oh, yeah, I'll round it off by some of the the details going into Orlando. As the players go to Orlando, oh yeah. This is what they're gonna be getting. Talk about it. So player lounges with 2K, NBA 2K, barbers and manicures, 24-hour VIP concierge, the movie screenings and DJs. 
the ability to go to other games. That's a shortcut to COVID right there. Uh, on-site mental health professional available. Sounds so I'm sorry. Distance. On-site mental health professionals available to players and team employees at Disney. So those are just a few things that they listed what they're going to have. First of all, I'm like, these players are going to be violating these rules. Like, yeah, they, they don't need 2K. They all suck. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> like, they're not going to do no social distancing. I'm surprised they're going to be around each other. They're going to. A lot of soccer Come on now. A lot of football players play FIFA too. <laughs> I mean, a lot of basketball. That's true. Hey, hey, hey. And not to mention the, the side piece culture in the league. Okay. All it takes is one idiot to sneak in one, <laughs> one right. random, and everybody. It's, listen. I'm just saying you can't trust people. People have no self control. So no, I no scrap the season. Scrap the season. The other season that it hangs in the balance, Abe. I know it's it might be a little hurtful for you. Is baseball season? <laughs> is that a hefty bag on your head? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. Dude said a couldn't hefty tell. bag. I couldn't tell. <laughs> nah, but um, uh, shout out to Diamond Talk. I um appeared on. Uh, I'm gonna appear. Well, waiting for that episode of the Mets draft, all time Mets draft there to drop. Is. Had some fun with Daniel, Nick, and Rob. As always, shout out to hey. Diamond Talk. But um, yeah, no, it's actually crazy because uh, Manfred, the uh, commissioner of the MLB, said a hundred percent that the season will happen. And it's not like he said this months ago. He said this recently, like 100 percent the season will happen. Yep. And, you know, they've been struggling because um, it's really come down to the money, not even the amount of games. It's just the pay. And now Manfred all of a sudden is like, you know what? I'm not sure. Um, if it's, I think it's unlikely yeah, that a season's going to happen. And... and all the players are like, yo, dog, we want a season to happen. We just want to be yeah. paid fairly. Because Rob said it to me the best way a couple of days ago. He said that what the MLB is doing is like, look, they're basically doing it like this. Hey, I have six donuts for you. And it's like, no, we don't want that. It's like, all right, cool, cool. And this is what Rob told me that killed me. He said, all right, next offer from the from the organization. I have two sets of three donuts for you. And it's like, that's the same thing. No, I don't want it. It's like, all right, all right, all right. How about this? How about this? I have three sets of two donuts for you. What about that? And it's like, yo, you're offering the same thing. Regardless, you're not not negotiating at all. No, that's what you're not doing. Not at all. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. And they have a less, they have a less likely, to me, in my opinion, playing the game of catching any kind of symptoms when it comes to COVID. Because when you think about it, they're spread out. On the play, field. Nah, players be looking, pitchers licking that ball, true. licking true, their true, hands true, in that true, ball. True. Okay, but at and least social distancing so, yeah, wise, is it's That's easier true, to yeah. social distance. You know, it's just a matter of they better everybody, nobody yeah. be in the dugout. They better hide behind. Yeah, the, it's just like maybe five people in the dugout. <laughs> the you have something. the others just unless like, unless the Astros catch it from them trash cans. Ooh, Ikes. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous because the players. I mean, you hop on Twitter, players are like, "Yo, just tell me when and where." Like, we want to play. We don't care what the conditions are. We just want to be paid fairly. Like, you can't tell us that we're going to play fifty games and you're going to give us, uh, you're going to do a seventy percent pay cut, and then when we go to one hundred and fourteen games, it's still seventy percent pay cut. Like, it's not. It's this is increasing, but no sense. The pay, the pay is. It's like working a full time job, but I'm still working minimum yeah, wage. Yeah, it's like no, like that, a, that that don't you know, work. You have work for the to, district. You have to meet us. right? And they don't no want to do that. So you know, it's just yeah. 
man. I mean, even though baseball gets paid pretty nicely. Oh yeah, they get paid like, money. And to be handsomely. honest, with, with the way things are, because I was talking to Rob too, and it was just like, yo, at the end of the day, even if a season does happen, it's drastically shortened, and so. Let's say the Mets were to win it. I wouldn't even feel like gloating about it because we played, what, maybe 50 games? Like, that's not – what is there to gloat about? Like, yes, all the games are that watch, much watch more month important. Watch month later. A few months and later. And right. Fun. Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just because, like, yeah. oh, because everybody's shoot. like, yo, it, it, you only have to play 50 games. But then the biggest thing that Rob told me was that, look, when you look at the stats and when you're trying to compare greatest players or who was the best – when you you when you have a hundred sixty two game a hundred and eighty two game sample, and then you go down to a fifty game sample, those 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 conversations get really skewed, especially when they the do. baseball is a game of averages. So a smaller sample size allows for extremes in terms of, for example, I'm gonna use Dodgers Cody Bellinger for the first couple months he was killing it. So if that was it. It would be like, yo, he's the greatest hitter of the season because he bat like 400 plus. But then you take that same player in the later end of the season, he was batting terribly where he was batting about like 200. All of a sudden you're like Cody Bellinger. Everyone has everyone has slumps. Yeah, everyone has slumps. Like, especially, yeah, teams, players can go on 10 game slumps and you're giving me a 50 game season where at least a fifth of that is just going to be doing terribly. I'm going out. Oh, bro, listen. (sighs) Time out. Hold on. I just thought about it. The if the season, if the <laughs> that's cold world, not a World Series, but the the CTT, we call it the that CTT. Cold. Yikes! If CTT. baseball starts their season, <laughs> I just realized what you just said. <laughs> CTT, yo, that's crazy. The CTT. <laughs> Oh God! That's if, if baseball starts their season, would it still end in October? Possibly, because I mean, depends on when the game, how many games are they. So, so potentially, Major League Baseball and the NBA Wait, would end at the same time. The seasons would end at the same time potentially. I'm just saying, sounds like a lot of distraction, whole lot of distraction. Yeah. Whole lot of people losing money. Yeah. And I blame on the CBA side with the NBA. I blame Christopher Paul. How long has he been the president of the CBA? Okay. At the president of the Players Association. Okay. And on the executive committee. Somebody said late November. Okay. Late November. So, I mean, so we will be swimming. We will be swimming and we'll be swimming in baseball, basketball, basketball, maybe football, maybe football preseason if they do, if if they have a preseason. They allow it. So, essentially, like, let's just be honest. The distraction is going to be at a at a high and at a premium. Okay. I can tell you this right now. No one's listen, as much as folks, as much as folks in SZAW may be talking about Black Lives Matter, if you if you're really about it, then you 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 you're gonna focus on it all the way through. But folks are gonna be too distracted. I can tell you right now, the LeBron Go arguments are gonna come back. The uh you know, the, the possibility of the Yankees Dodgers World Series conversation is going to come back up. Um, Red Sox fans are going to be crying about, you know, Mookie Betts being with the Dodgers now. I mean, all of the things are going to come up and no one will be talking about Black Lives Matter. No civil rights. No, no murders, civil rights. No nothing. Police. No nothing. It's going to be mute. Going to be mute. And I, that no. 
is and it's it's kind of ironic because this is a sports technically a sports podcast but yeah. it's like is it is that the thing that we really need right now at this point because I mean, at first when covid happened and all this stuff happened it was like man sports need to come back but now when you add this layer of racial tension mm-hmm. and the climate's really high plus mm-hmm. covid that is still here still here now it's like hmm do we need to focus on sports or is it a distraction it's like it's too much i think this is what i feel like i feel like people sometimes when they get to this point of when there's a whole lot of stuff happening they like try to escape they yeah. don't want to yeah. deal with all the stuff that's happening it's so a response you got, to trauma you know if i'm a human being obviously and i got bills i got rent i got my job i got all these relationship issues family issues all this stuff is coming to a head and I might be the person be like, you know what, let me just, I need to leave. Let me grab a drink. Like That's what I feel like as a culture, that's where we're at right now is it's too much happening for some. I'm not going to say for all. There's some that's like, man, it's too much happening. Let me find my escape. Oh, basketball's on. Oh, baseball's on. Okay, cool. Oh, they won a championship. Great. Okay, what were we talking about? What are we doing? Not oh, going to uh, care. To switch yeah. gears a little bit too. Um, yep. Because it brings up an interesting topic in terms of freedom of speech and freedom to share your opinion. But last week, we talked about Oklahoma State basketball, as well as full court press. This week, we're back to talk about Oklahoma State football and their recent um, mishap where the coach (laughs) was wearing a shirt, um, an OAN shirt, which is... My Gundy. Yeah, which is notorious for... um, Really spewing right some right. some ridiculous facts, such as the old man that got pushed in Buffalo and had his head bleeding. They were like, oh, he was a soldier, you know, an Antifa soldier. So he was wearing that shirt with um, a, two other individuals. I feel like one of them might have been an Oklahoma State recruit. They were wearing an Oklahoma State shirt. And their player, Ch- uh, Schubert, I don't know how to say his name, but he tweeted as like, was, yo. I think it was Schubert. He was like, yo, I ain't, I ain't standing, I ain't doing nothing Oklahoma State related if my coach is going to be this insensitive. And a lot of mm-hmm. players on Oklahoma State team were like, yo, facts, facts, facts. Like, they they stood up. And so Oklahoma State was like, we're not doing anything, we're not going to do anything football related if you're going to um, do this stuff. And a lot of people hopped on social media was like, oh, y'all saw, oh, y'all letting a t-shirt offend you? Oh, what happened to freedom of speech? And I'm like, look, at the end of the day, it's my opinion. That you that can part. say whatever you want to say. By all means, say whatever you want to say. But you got to understand what you say, what you wear, what you do. There are consequences. And you got to be ready to, to face those repercussions, to face those consequences. Because if you out here think like, oh, I can wear, sake of argument, I can wear, say, F white people. And I'm not going to expect any backlash. Then I'm an idiot. Like, by all means, I can wear that shirt. But... If people react the way that they do, I can't be mad at them for it. I can't be mad at someone taking offense to my shirt by all means. Like, it's so weird that people are like, oh, what happened to freedom of speech? Y'all so, y'all don't want us saying stuff like that, but y'all can't stand us saying this, that, and the other. It's like, look, a lot of you people who are, who are trying to pull out the First Amendment and whatnot, <laughs> y'all <laughs> only pull it out when it's convenient for you. That part. Y'all don't. Y'all don't play the first amendment in mind when it's convenient for everyone for example the whole confederate flag debate it's like look at the end of the day it is a hundred percent true 
of what the Confederate flag stands for. There is no trying to remix it. There is no trying to reclaim it. The flag is to defend Southern heritage and to defend slavery. That is what it is for. That's why the Confederate so flag it exists. is racist. It is 100% <laughs> racist. There is no, like, no, it, it not like the swastika that was actually a, a innocent Hindu symbol that got uh, remixed and made to right. be this symbol of, like, Aryanism Hate. and whatnot. The Confederate yeah. flag is not that. The Confederate flag, the sole purpose would be like, yo, we the South want to be independent from the North since they're trying to take our, our livelihood away, which is owning slaves. Okay, that being said, why do y'all refuse to just, like, acknowledge and just be like, you know what, let me consider it, or I respect your opinion when it comes to stuff like the Oklahoma State situation? I mean, even then, we could talk about Texas and what they did. Texas players like, we're not helping with recruits until you start changing these names and whatnot. Yeah. And what did Texas do? They were like, you know what? Let's, let's Made do that. that change. They know where that money coming from. And of course, what are critics doing? Oh, y'all sensitive. Oh, y'all can't stand us. Da, 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 this, that, and the other. Even with the Clemson situation with the um, Hopkins and uh, uh, Watson petitioning to get some of the schools, oh, the John yeah. C. Calhoun uh, school name. Yeah. You have people Crazy. in the Clemson area driving around on their pickup trucks with the Confederate flag waving. It's like, yep. you understand what you're saying, right? You understand what you're telling people is that, look, I don't give a damn. I'm racist. I would love slaves to be had again. I would love for white people to be superior to black people again. I want separated institutions. That's what you're telling me. There's no way you can just dismiss it or downplay it. So with in the case of the OAN shirt, it's like, all right, cool. You want to wear that, even though you know the nonsense that they're saying. Cool. By all means, Coach Gundy, wear that. But don't be surprised if your players start to turn on you. Hell no, don't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that we are, as a people, well, black people, I, f I hope that we pay attention to more stuff, even when it dies down. Like, even when the climate dies down. I feel like we've done a great job, actually, of paying attention now to stuff that... Mm -hmm don't seem a little don't seem right or a little off or offensive but i hope that we keep that energy us keep that keep energy it. um when stuff dies down because honestly if we really want to pay attention to stuff a lot of these statues and 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 songs and stuff could have been changed a long time ago if we would have spoke up so now that the climate is so the tension is so high that now it's like they're kind of forced to make that change because yeah. it's so thick and the tension so high. I just my hope is let's just keep this same mindset, same energy when it comes to creating change when stuff ain't being talked about in sports for sure in colleges. But also looking at it, the reason why stuff was as is before all of this happened was because people had become okay with stuff as is and just said, this is how it's always going to be. And when you look at even the uh, like Confederate statues, flags, namings of buildings and schools and all of that, and it's the excuse that's used by so many, well, that was back then. So it's just a part of history. Like we had no part it in it. It don't mean we nothing now. No, it means, yeah, it means nothing now. It's harmless now. No, 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 no. Yeah. What it symbolizes Okay, the same way folks wanted to get upset with Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem. Okay, what what that flag symbolized, the nation that it symbolized for Colin Kaepernick 
He said, listen, I'm not I'm not in agreement with what the uh, the goings on are. And so I'm protesting mm-hmm. My Confederate flag. What does it represent? If it is one of the single most uh, it is one of the greatest symbols of division in this country because it represents, like Abraham said, mm-hmm. a whole section of states that wanted to be separated from the rest of the United States, therefore making us a disunited states because you wanted to uphold your slave owning ways. You wanted to continue to keep human beings enslaved and to treat them a certain way, not indentured servitude, but enslaved. Okay. Shadow slavery. If I, just in my mind, I would think I don't want to have any sort of association with that kind of history that kind of past. And what I've noticed here, this country, is we tend to be too attached to our history, even when it's negative. Yeah. And, and we fail to understand why certain moves were made when they were made. We fail to understand even this country. We'll scream land of the free, home of the brave, and not even realize uh, why did we end up in this why, why do we even have those rights? Uh, what what do our rights even mean? What does the Bill of Rights even mean? Daniel, great comment in here about, you said, First Amendment protects you from the government punishing you for your views. It has nothing to do with the consequences for the stupid stuff you say about other people. <laughs> True. That's our lawyer. Like, like the, 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 the Bill of Rights, first 10 uh, amendments in the Constitution are meant to protect us, the citizens of this country, from the tyranny of the government because the founding fathers- we're trying to escape that, what they endured from being a British colony. So it's meant to protect us from the government. However, they don't necessarily protect you from, from someone else if you say something out of line. So if you say something out of line, understand this. Just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I wish people would get that through their heads. Like yep. people will claim their rights all day, but it doesn't make from a moral or ethical standpoint, it doesn't make it the right thing to do. Listen, Enron had the right to do what they did Ooh. legally, Ooh. but ethically, ethically, when people lost their retirements, when people lost their uh, their investments, when people were losing everything, ethically, it wasn't right. Bernie Madoff, the same thing. Okay, the housing bubble, the same thing. Just because you have the right legally to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. But people do not think those things through. Why? Because we're land of the free, home of the brave. I have my rights. Yeah, may not like it, but it's right. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens because this world is definitely changing. It's going to be different by the time December hits for sure. Yeah, facts. Bro, high key. Like, Sports, everything is going to be majorly, majorly, majorly different. So we'll see. Also, we we must, we must, because of course, as much as we love sports, we do love the world of music around these parts. Lil Baby, mm-hmm. okay? I don't like mumble rap, but Lil Baby, salute, okay? He dropped yeah, he put song. up some good mumble rap today. Listen, he put some mumble, woo, 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 Black Lives Matter. Woo, 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 woo. Like, okay. He dropped that mug. But the bigger picture, yes. Yeah, the bigger picture. Great song. Video was great as well. The visual. It felt, um, on, it got, felt all, genuine. It felt genuine. It hey, felt genuine. That's the thing. And that's, I think... In the, the same level of genuineness is what Jake Cole displayed in his song, but people couldn't see past it because people wanted to yell and scream. 
But when artists give us something genuine, not not that I have all the answers is what they're saying, but I'm learning, I'm processing, and this is how this affects my landscape. That's what made Dave Chappelle's social commentary in 846 so great. So the baby was talking about essentially what he's seen, what he's experienced, and how this the racial inequality in this country affects him. <laughs> Drops the visual as well. Well, I think it's 2.7 million views. Okay. I was like, you know what, little baby, I'm I'm rocking with you today. I'm gonna rock with you on this Friday. But, and this is where I go back to distraction again, okay? Madame Menosh Nikki and Oluwa Snitch Nine dropped the song together. And how many views did that? How many views did the visual get, Cecil? At least, at least 73 million. 73 millions. Not 73,000. Not 73 straight. 73 million. Not even in a, in a whole healthy week either. Not even in a week. Yeah, well, it's not even seven days. Yeah. People, what are we doing? What, what are we? It's bad. <sighs> what are we doing? Yeah, music and and music has slowed down for sure. But to see people like Lil Baby, uh, Meek Mill, Trey Songs, uh, put out songs of some sort of empowerment or exposure when it comes to what's going on, uh, shout out to them for for doing it. Whoa, uh, whoa. I'm sorry, one hundred eight. I'm done. Million. Wow. I don't like it here. I um, want to go home. Get me out of here. So, you know, these artists are putting out stuff. At the same time, music is slowing down a little bit. But it's just it's just interesting to see how people, they know they have the power to distract. So they put out stuff like this. Um, distraction is not always healthy, y'all. <laughs> like, especially in the music game. This is not the time, I don't think, to put out anything. Because I feel like, like I said, I feel like we are at this point where we're Everybody's just fed up. Everybody's just on high level intensity when it comes to what's going on. It's not like back in the day when when Trayvon Martin or Garner or all these other people that have gotten murdered. This is a time where, I mean, it's just that point. Like you got to make those change. That 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 change. Little baby's at nine point four million now. So still, that's 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 crazy. Like that's a drastic split on why how that's even possible so in general general perspective i just hope music pays attention more to what's going on i feel like they have but people like takashi and nikki it's like yo i don't see the point i don't see the point of this song we got to do better we just have to do better we are distracted we are distracted (laughs) as a as a world we we will purposely find a way to get distracted man and I genuinely hope, I really, I really hope, and I hold out hope that we can focus because this is a long fight. This is not going to be something's going to happen overnight. And I think that's the the scary thing of living in the society that we live in, where everything is is just at our fingertips. I can put an order right now and get Instacart, my groceries delivered, and have food delivered as well via Grubhub or DoorDash, and you know put in an order on I can have everything to me, Amazon Prime, something to me tomorrow. Like I can do all of these things overnight, but change is something that takes time. And in a world that is used to insta this and overnight that, 
Man, oh, yeah. they have no clue what 1963 was like. Oh man, no idea. <laughs> Listen, I heard a, I heard a um a, a interview that Martin Luther King Jr. did 11 months before he was assassinated. Did it on NBC, and they asked him about the "I Have a Dream" speech during that, and he said, honestly, the "I Have a Dream" speech it it was. He said, looking back at it, it was a little naive. And it was uh, full of idealism. Not that I don't have hope still, but I realized that the road ahead, we have so much work to do still. And it, this is not something that's going to be done in my lifetime, but there is still so much work to do. And you could almost hear him like stop short of saying, I regret giving the speech because he knew that people needed the hope. But the crazy yeah. part is that speech is what people use to try to silence us today. So if if Martin Luther King Jr. himself, the one that people forget, this was a man with a 30-something percent approval rating in America, one of the most hated men in America at the time of his assassination. Now today he has a 90-something percent approval rating. It took time. It took time. Change takes time. So folks, I hope you are in this for the long haul. Like I said last week on, on our last episode, uh, sports community, like be about it. Let's really be about this. This is not just about us uh you know, doing performative uh, activism on our, on our social media accounts. Let's be about this. If, if the NFL doesn't want to change their act, boycott it. Seriously. Yep. Listen, no choice. boycott it. Just boycott it. If they don't want to change their act, let's be about this thing. If you want to see change in your community, you're tired of seeing, you know, little black kids get disrespected, um, you know, in, in community sports or rec leagues, be the coach, you know, be that change. Uh, if you want to see change in in office, like we said, get out and vote. So the the, the change is not uh, dependent upon the guy sitting in the White House. It's not dependent upon um, you know the, the, a celebrity to stand up and make a statement or or social media influencer to stand up and make a statement. The burden falls on all of us. We all share this load together. So let's 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 be about it and let's keep up with it. Um, and so I think that's a great place for us to. Begin our descent and land this plane. So, folks, as always, it's been another great episode. Respect to all y'all who tuned in. Uh, Share the episode. Share it. Uh, Abraham, that comment was so. Jesus. From first glance. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, share the episode. Wow. 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 Now, listen here. Share the episode next week. We have a special guest, Jeff from Bleacher Report, will be with us next week. So, make sure you guys tune in. <laughs> yeah, delete oh, that. Uh, tune in to ten. Tune in. Make sure you share Jeff J from uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, good guy. Yeah. So, another episode OCNA podcast. Appreciate all you listening. Listen to the replay. Thank you. Um, share share with someone. I'm sure there's there's somebody. The sports world needs to 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 not be distracted. We need to stay focused. So share with someone who needs that focus. And all y'all need to know. Our slogan. One thing. Two words. Get it in your brain. Oh, Officers, the killers, then shooting protesters with these rubber bullets. They regular people, I know that they feel us. These scars too deep, they heal us. What happened to COVID? Nobody remember it, ain't making sense. I'm just here to vent. It happened to one of your people, it's different. We get it, the system is wicked, just learn how to pick it. Knowledge is power, I swear I'm a witness.
business I know that I'm gifted I won't go too deep Cause I'm scared they'll get me Ain't scared to admit it Some shit I can't mention It's people who can Well here's the chance I won't take the stand But I'll take a stand For what I believe Must not be breathing The air that I breathe You know that the way that I bleed You can be. I've never been a fan of police But my neighborhood know I try to keep peace So it's only right that I get in the streets March for a reason I just on GP How people die for us to be free Fuck do you mean This was a dream Now we got